Hi, I'm Lori. And I'm Karin. And we sing in the choir at St. Andrew Armenian Apostolic Church in Cupertino. So today we'll be talking about Armenian Christmas, or Surp Zunont. And we wanted to start off by reading the nativity story from the Bible. Luke chapter 2 verses 1 through 20 reads, In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth to Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find the baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what has been told to them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. So this is the most miraculous story, the birth of Jesus Christ our Savior. And what really stands out to me is how humble Jesus' beginnings are. He was born in a manger, not exactly where we would expect the King of Kings to be born. Mm -hmm. And even though this is not what we would expect, it is exactly what God had planned. He even led the shepherds and the magi to the manger to see him. So to me, this always reminds me that God always gives us what we need, even if it's not what we expect. Yeah, that is a really good point, Lori. Yeah, and not only was this the way that Jesus was born uh, significant, but his birth is significant because of who he is throughout his life, throughout his time on earth. You know, the reason why this is such an important day, the reason why we're celebrating is not because, you know, some kid was born. It's not the same as you or me. The, the whole world doesn't celebrate my birthday. But because on this day, God came down to this earth, took human form, and ultimately would grant us eternal life through his crucifixion. And that's why we put so much importance in celebrating Christmas and in remembering the nativity, you know, to keep these thoughts in our mind and remember where it all began. 
Right, and and we really celebrate Christmas and the birth of Jesus Christ because of all he symbolizes, particularly peace, love, joy. So for that reason, the nativity is a beautiful story. And we just read the nativity story, but Karin, why are we discussing Christmas? Hasn't Christmas already passed? Great question, Lori. Yeah, but Armenians actually celebrate Christmas on January 6th instead of December 25th, like the rest of the world. And do you know why? Yeah, well, January 6th is originally when Christmas was celebrated, but it was changed to December 25th. Exactly right. The Bible doesn't give a date for the birth of Christ, but early Christians celebrated both the birth and the baptism of Jesus on January 6th. And after some time, the Roman Catholic Church started observing Christmas on December 25th so that it would fall on an existing pagan feast falling on the winter solstice. And at the time, Christians used to continue celebrating these pagan festivities. Right. And and in order to undermine and subdue these pagan practices, the church hierarchy designated December 25th as the official date of Christmas and January 6th as the Feast of Epiphany, Christ's Baptism. While other churches later followed this new date, the Armenian Church continues to keep the earlier tradition of celebrating both the birth and baptism of Jesus on January 6th, Mm -hmm. because it was not under the influence of the Roman Church. In Armenian, we call the birth and baptism which translates to revelation of God. So, Karin, there's this controversy on Jesus' birth date, whether it really occurred in the winter on December 25th. Mm -hmm. Are there shepherds grazing flock in the winter? You know, that's... Yeah, yeah. That makes, you know, people wonder, was he born in the winter or born in the spring? Uh, There's also some speculation that he may have been born a few years before 0 AD. There was a comet in April 5 BC, uh, which some people believe may have been the star of Bethlehem. That's really interesting. Yeah, so there, you know, we don't know exactly what date Jesus was born, mm-hmm. but the lesson is that the date is not what's important. Mm-hmm. The important thing is that we remember his birth and it's signif- significant and that we celebrate yeah. his birth. Very, very good point. And then this discrepancy between, you know, December 25th versus January 6th also has an interesting effect on the way that Lori and I grew up, where we're sisters and our family would typically celebrate what we call quote-unquote American Christmas on the 25th. We would have our presents, uh, we would open those, Garant Baba, Santa Claus would come, we would put up a Christmas tree, put up lights, that kind of thing. Put out cookies and carrots exactly. for the reindeer. <laughs> yeah. And then we would have, you know, January 6th would be reserved to have this spiritual focus, to have this religious aspect. And I think that that is really cool, at least, you know, for me to kind of be able to participate in both, but then have a separation of the two as well. Absolutely. And a lot of Armenians, they open presents on New Year's Eve. That is a very common Armenian tradition as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, very true. But we celebrate the birth of Jesus on January 6th. Yeah, exactly. And so the Christmas celebrations in the Armenian church start on the evening of January 5th with a special service called Jirakalutz. 
which means full of light. And at the end of Badarak, the priest proclaims the good news of the birth and revelations of Christ as the Son of God. And everyone in church lights a candle, which they carry back to light their homes in remembrance of the birth of Jesus, the light of the world. And we pray that he may guide the whole family throughout the year. And so this is a very nice ceremony. Yeah, it's, you know. it's a beautiful ceremony. And it's very symbolic to bring the light home. Exactly. And I really like that there's one candle at the front of the church and each one of us takes our unlit candle and we all light the flame from that one source. And, right. Yeah. And then that like gets dispersed to all of our houses. So the symbolism behind that is, I think, really strong and really beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's very beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say, though, it's good to have someone a passenger in your car who's responsible for for keeping the flame lit yes yeah you don't want to be driving with one hand holding a candle in the other exactly exactly (laughs) well hopefully you know you get home safe candle still burning and after church everyone comes home to enjoy a traditional chutum meal yes so the chutum meal traditionally includes fish And different families have different types of fish. Some families may have salmon. Our family traditionally has tahinotsug, which is a white fish with heavy tahin sauce and caramelized onions and pine nuts on top. It's very delicious. Another traditional dish is known as kuku or aja. I I would describe this dish as an omelet souffle uh, similar to frittata with herbs and vegetables. So the green herbs and veggies symbolize birth or rebirth, uh, which is why we have this traditionally for Christmas. Some other traditional meals are tanabur, which is a yogurt-based soup, and nivig, which is a spinach and chickpea dish. Uh, These are both also common Christmas meals, Mm -hmm. traditional khatul meals. So Karin, let's dish. What is your favorite Christmas dish? (laughs) Uh, great question, Lori. Um, I really like Tahinovtsuk, but I think I would have to say my favorite dish is kuku. Uh, what's yours? Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I, I love kuku. Yeah. I love having it any time of year. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's very light. It's very tasty. It's a delicious, uh, healthy meal. And after we're all full from our meal, another tradition, another Christmas Eve tradition is Avedum, where you go house to house, caroling and spreading the good news. And so Lori and I grew up in Homonomen Scouts. And so typically the Scouts in our community are the ones who do the caroling. And we just have a lot of great memories Yeah, going house to house. We typically sing the, there's one song called Horort Meds which describes the nativity story and just generally spreading the good news. That's right. It was uh, a great tradition. Every year we would go to maybe 10, 20 houses, Mm -hmm. carol for these families who were always so hospitable. And, you know, each house that you go to, this is is common in in, uh, Armenian households, but... Armenians are very hospitable and set out a huge table with lots of food. Mm-hmm. So you can imagine by the time you've gone to 20 houses how much food you've eaten. <laughs> yeah. 
But it was always such a treat to to go house to house, uh, see the decorations, see the families, and celebrate, you know, just celebrate the joy of Christmas together. Yeah, you're right. And I especially love when we would go you know, to someone's house, and we would be going there to sing for them, and then it would, you know, we would all end up singing together, and I thought that was always so sweet, and, you know, seeing, like, the meds mamas, the the grandmas singing, and the kids, everyone, it was just so, so happy. Yeah. (laughs) So, which is the birth of Christ, is on January 6th. Uh, The Armenian Church celebrates Christ's birth and baptism. Right after the Divine Liturgy of the Nativity, a special ceremony called Chorotnik, Blessing of the Water, is performed, symbolizing the baptism of Jesus, which was a turning point in his life and the beginning of his ministry. Mm-hmm. And so during the ceremony of Chorotnik, the cross is dipped in water, recalling Christ's immersion into the River Jordan. And then the priest takes the cross out of the water and hands it to the godfather. And so a member of the congregation, or typically in our church, one of the altar boys would act as the godfather of the cross. And so that's, you know, their responsibility for the year. And so the priest blesses the water by pouring holy oil, which we call muron, from a special container resembling a dove. And this is in remembrance of the Holy Spirit descending on Jesus at his baptism. And so everyone present is given some of the blessed water to take home, and all the members of the family, and especially the sick, uh, drink the water. Traditionally, the Chorotnik service would take place after the Divine Liturgy at a nearby body of water. The first Chorotnik was performed by Surt Krikor Lusavoric, St. Gregory the Illuminator, in the Aratsani River, west of Lake Van in Western Armenia, historic Armenia. Nowadays, out of convenience, the water is blessed in a large bowl within the sanctuary of the church. Today, the outdoor practice is preserved in Jerusalem, where the Armenian patriarch leads all the clergy and faithful to the Jordan River. Karin, how cool would it be to be at the physical place where Jesus was baptized? That would be so, so amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but yeah, to be in like the physical, the actual space where, where he was baptized and to be able to celebrate that with, you know, a group of faithful, that, that would be really cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely uh, something that I would want to see in Jerusalem. It would be very special. Yes, definitely. And the baptism is significant because, you know, God explicitly calls Jesus his his son. And uh, Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 read, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water. And at that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And his voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Now, not only is the baptism important because God calls Jesus his Son, but also this is a significant moment where the Trinity is present together, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're all seen in this verse, and then they're also, you know, all symbolized in the Chirotnik ceremony. That's right. With the muron and the... And yeah. the cross. Yeah, and the cross. exactly. 
So the ceremony is not only a remembrance of Christ's baptism, it's also a call for us to remember our own baptism and the promise of a new life that was given with our baptism. Mm -hmm. So the birth and baptism of Jesus is one of the most important holidays in the Armenian church. In order to spread the good news about Jesus' birth, we have a special greeting that we give to each other on Armenian Christmas, which is Christos Tsenav Yev Haitnetsav. Ortniale Haitnotuna Christosi. Tsezi Mezi Mez Avedis. And this translates to Christ is born and revealed unto us. And the person responds, Blessed is the revelation of Christ. We wish you all a very blessed and joyous Christmas. May your houses be full of light, and may the year ahead be all that you hope it to be.